Welcome everyone to the Courageous Truth Podcast. I am your host, Eric Lundberg. I am a proud pastor, a proud parent, a proud business owner, and a proud American. Here at the Courageous Truth Podcast, we strive to live courageously through the lens of scripture and build courageous lives in a world that is driven by fear. Tune in today for your dose of Courageous Truth. Welcome everybody to the Courageous Truth Podcast. This is Eric Lumberg. As always, I am so grateful that you have chosen to spend a little bit of time with me today as we begin our week. Uh, last week, I took a look at the need for Christian dissidents. And I think that it is so important now that we as believers, we need to become dissidents, not lawless rebels, but we need to become dissidents against this godless culture, against this lawless culture, against this secular humanism culture. And today I want to take a look, and I think it's very important, that we take a look at propaganda and how it is being used to control and condition society. Whether we want to realize it or not, or whether we have realized it or not, we have been propagandized many times since we were very young. And I want to make this note before I start. I'm not trying to be an alarmist. I'm not saying that everything is propaganda and we need to be afraid of every kind of message that out there. Sometimes messages are just messages. Sometimes they're promoting a product or they're promoting something. Not everything is propaganda. But I think hopefully by the end of this podcast, and after we take a look at scripture in 2 Samuel 15, we'll be able to recognize what propaganda is and how to build the spiritual, mental, and emotional muscles to be able to stand up against it. The definition of propaganda is simply this, information, especially of a biased or misleading nature, used to promote or publicize a particular political course or point of view. Let me read that one more time. Information, especially of a biased or misleading nature, used to promote or publicize a po particular political course or a point of view. And what we need to ask ourselves is when we read a message or we see something out there in, in, in the world that's trying to influence us, what is, where, where is it trying to influence us to? A lot of times and most times, propaganda is politicizing us and trying to influence our minds or our emotions or our ideologies toward a ruling class. Propaganda, we've seen massive propaganda out in our culture. And I live in Graham, Washington, and I still see massive propaganda. Where do we see it? We see it in social media. I pulled up a post. I went to post for my business yesterday. And when I clicked create post, I was just going to post some pictures of a job I did. The first option I had was COVID-19 updates. Basically, so the first thing I can put on my post is the updates. Have I got the vaccine? Do I have a new mask? Have I, have I learned anything about COVID-19? That is an option to create propaganda. Okay, we see it in billboards, we see it in radio commercials, we see it in TV spots. If you go into any store, just about any store in America today, especially in Washington State anyway, you're going to see propaganda. You're going to see it on the floors of your grocery stores, you're going to see it on 
on billboards, you're going to see it everywhere. What are the big propagandas? And there's a lot of them, but I'm just going to name three of them very quickly. Number one propaganda is masks. Second is going to be vaccines. Third is going to be racism. We see billboards that say that have pictures of people and eerily enough, the pictures of the faces of people, they don't have eyes. They're wearing a mask and I'm sure you've seen it in our area. They don't have eyes. They're wearing a mask and it says wearing is caring. That is propaganda. That is propaganda. The science is inconclusive on masks. Sometimes they work. Some say they don't. We don't know. I tend to believe that they don't work. Like if we need to be propagandized toward a certain mindset or a certain outcome, that tells me that whatever it is they're pushing, they don't even fully believe in. I believe masks are a massive movement towards compliance. They want people to be compliant without question. They use great catchphrases, don't they? My mask protects you. Your mask protects me. Mask up for essential workers. Wearing is caring and so on and so forth. Those things are said over and over and over again to condition us to believe that these masks work. And that's the totalitarian regime, their mindset, their ideology to believe without question. And that leads us next to vaccines. They're pushing a vaccine that's experimental. It's terrible. We're seeing so many health, people having health problems. We're seeing people dying. We're seeing babies being miscarried. Take the shot for your community is what they say. They're flashing it on billboards and roadsides. You can't go 20 feet down the road without seeing vaccines or masks or whatever. You fill in your own blanks there. And the big one right now, especially after the verdict of the George Floyd case, racism. Okay, racism is being propagandized. This 1619 Project, systemic racism, does nothing to help solve racism. It just propagandized more racism so that the political class can keep us divided. White nationalism, white privilege, black oppression. I'm not saying there are people, there are not black people that are oppressed. I'm not saying that there's white, not white people that are racist, but there's plenty of people from every race that are racist. And there's more people from every race that are not, that just love people. Rod Dreyer, he made a quote. He said this in his book, Live Not By Lies, propaganda helps change the world by creating a false impression of the way the world is. We see propaganda in all these ways and even more. And I could spend an entire podcast episode talking about each one. But after the break, I want to take a look at 2 Samuel chapter 15. And let's look at the word of God and let's see how propaganda was used in the Bible. Be right back. This is just a reminder to go ahead and hit that subscribe button. I really appreciate your support here at the Courageous Truth Podcast. Your subscription helps me to know how to create greater content and better serve you, my listener. Thank you for hitting that subscribe button right now. And I'm back. I want to take a look at 2 Samuel chapter 15, and this talks about David's son Absalom. Now, David's son Absalom, we know, had a very shady and violent past. He was rather manipulative. In this story, he had just got done burning down Job's field because he was trying to get 
audience with the king who he had been estranged with for the past two years. And so he finally went in and he saw his father, he saw the king, and the king kissed Absalom. So there was, at least in a formality, some kind of reconciliation there. But with Absalom, you never know what his heart really is. And we're going to see in these few scriptures just how Absalom used the propaganda of his day to push an agenda. Let's take a look at 2 Samuel chapter 15, verse 1 through 6. The word of God says this, After this, Absalom got himself a chariot and horses and 50 men to run before him. And Absalom used to rise early and stand beside the way of the gate. And when any man had a dispute to come before the king for judgment, Absalom would call to him and say, From what city are you? And when he said, Your servant is from such and such, a tribe in Israel, Absalom would say to him, See, your claims are good and right, but there is no man designated by the king to hear you. Then Absalom would say, Oh, that I were judge in the land. Then every man with a dispute or cause might come to me, and I would give him justice. And whenever a man came near him to pay homage to him, he would put out his hand, take hold of him, and kiss him. Thus Absalom did to all of Israel who came to judgment from the king. So Absalom stole the hearts of the men of Israel. So what Absalom did is he put on political theater. He had a chariot and horses and 50 men, and he made a grand entrance to the way to the, to the gate of the city. And he stood there before the people could get to the king for true judgment, and he created judgment on his own. And he cut the people off from getting to the king, and he turned their hearts towards him. What we have to realize is the biggest growing religion, especially in America right now, is the religion of government, the religion of the ruling class. Some would say wokeism, some would say governmental partnership. Our trust is going towards the government, and I'm seeing it more and more. And I'm not saying don't be wise. Yeah, there is really a virus out there, okay? There is really a virus. Be wise. Take precautions as you need to. But people are trusting in the government more than they're trusting in God. And there has been so much of the propaganda, even some that I listed before, that are turning people's hearts away from God and towards the government. Propaganda has spiritual consequences spiritual consequences. And I talked about a few different things. I talked about mass vaccines and racism. All three are massive topics. And I'm not qualified, honestly, to talk about either of them. But I do feel like as a pastor that I can point those things out. Now, how do we fight against propaganda? How do, how do we fight against the onslaught of propaganda coming at us from every angle? And it truly, truly is. I'm seeing propaganda for masks and vaccines on Christian radio stations. And I'm not saying if you get a vaccine, you're not a Christian. That's not what I'm saying at all. This has nothing to do with, with the actual vaccine or the actual mask or actual racism. What it has to do with the fictitious ideology that's being pushed out there by the totalitarian class. How do we fight and against propaganda. Number one, we need to recognize it. When we see this portion of scripture, 
from 2 Samuel chapter 15, we can see what happened when Absalom used propaganda to turn the hearts away from the king and towards him. We need to recognize it and discern it. The next thing we need to do is we need to expose it. Now, I'm not saying everybody has to have a voice like mine or be loud like me, but I do believe we need to expose it. Maybe it's exposing it to your children. Maybe it's exposing it to your small group. Maybe it's exposing it to some somebody around you who can benefit of it. I mean, I don't believe that arguing on Facebook is always the best. I think that 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 discussions and debates are best, especially as a Christian, better done face to face. So it's not in the public square. But I do believe we need to expose it. And then finally, we need to reject it. If you think masks work and you still, like, you can reject the propaganda, but still wear a mask for safety. If that's what you feel and the science agrees with you, you can still reject propaganda, but, but, but still accept the message. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's, it's, it is possible to hold two truths, but we need to reject the propaganda, and the conditioning that's coming. And it's everywhere, like I've never seen before. Our government has been, threatens business owners at every turn where they have to become propagates for their causes. I go into Safeway, I can't buy my allergy medicine if I don't have a mask. Guess what? That proves it has nothing to do with health or a virus. It's all about the bully tactics of the ruling class. That's propaganda. I'm out of time for today, and I, I want to continue to make these sh short, but hopefully it's given you something to chew on. That's the point of this podcast. Not that I give you all the information, but I inspire you to go and do your own research. Always start with the Word of God. Always start with the Word of God whenever you do any research on any subject, and let the Word of God shape your mindset, shape your endeavors, and shape your worldview. Again, my name is Eric Lundberg. Thank you for tuning in to the Courageous Truth Podcast. I appreciate every subscription, every review. It helps me to shape this ministry and this platform. God bless you all, and I will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to the Courageous Truth Podcast. We live in a world that is in desperate need of courage and in desperate need of truth. My hope and prayer is that this podcast will equip and inspire you to live courageously for your families for your communities, for your God, and for your country. Be courageous in your stance for truth in a world that has completely abandoned it. See you next time right here at the Courageous Truth Podcast. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button right now. Remember, I am your host, Eric Lundberg. Truth requires courage. <laughs>